previously on Woman to Woman. What you sow is what you have control over. And seed, while the earth remains seed time harvest, you sow love and you sow, you walk with God on that thing, you know, then just shut all the other noise and all the talking, because you know, folks will get in your business in a minute and call you out of your name and you a Debbie, you this and you that, you know, listen, keep it moving. Knowing that that seed is gonna come up, that harvest is gonna come up. something to, to the Lord and do not um, do not respond to it after the flesh yeah but give it to God and, and trust him to take care of it because he said he's the Avenger he would he will get the revenge that he needs to and he gonna do it his way which sometimes we don't appreciate <laughs> but we just have to trust him that he knows exactly what he's doing and uh, sometimes, a lot of times, what happens is those very people are the ones that end up um, getting saved mm -hmm. and getting and walk, having a walk with God that is that you never thought they would be have. Um, and sometimes our flesh is like, I don't want them to get saved. I don't want to see them in heaven. I don't want to, but uh, trust God because right. God loves everybody. Because that same mercy they're riding on is the same mercy you're riding on. Same Maybe, mercy. you know. Salvation is a gift that was given to us by Jesus, yes. but it's custom and tailor-made for each individual. Yep. Because you may not have an issue in this area, but you have one in another area. Right. And oftentimes our biggest issues are our blind spots. We don't know it. It's yes. true. So that same grace, you know, you can't shut grace for anybody, that mercy for anybody, because that's the same pool we all swim in, just right. maybe for different things. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. You got to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, the scripture said, because there are some things that are just... <clears throat> there's the sin which so easily besets you, but it's not the same for the next person. And when you go to judge the next person, you know, I, I was listening to part of Pastor Andre's message. I think it was from this past Sunday on social media. I was watching it and he was talking about, you know, how we're supposed to respond to people. People mess up and people fall and you're not supposed to be out here putting your mouth on a man and woman of God, which is everybody sitting near you. Anybody that's born again is a man or a woman of God. That's right. And you have something to say negative about what they're going through. And the scripture says, no, What's supposed to happen is we're supposed to restore those people, right? And you watch out because you could be the very one that's next. And oftentimes that, that's what happens when you rise up in judgment so hard over something that somebody did. And then you find yourself over here, you're deficient yeah. and you got a door open to the devil right here because you're not walking in love. So that, that grace, that mercy of God, man, is, is real. It's, and it's, I've, it's amazing. I've been able to see it even as a, now as a parent and as an adult, there are times that I have analyzed because of, course I'm, I'm an attorney so I, like there are times I've analyzed different things that I've seen other parents do I started my own parents and then I think about maybe some relatives as parents and I think about you know stuff that I've seen and I learned from my brother watching him with his kids and different things and there are times where you know there might be a decision I can think of or something that was like oh yeah that wasn't right that wasn't the what should have happened that wasn't yeah. the right way to go you know but you have to make a decision and this is where I feel like you know, a lot of people are stuck in this spot when it comes to you still have a parent that's alive, but you, you can't get along with them. you got to make a decision that despite whatever, nobody, nobody can give you what they don't have. 
So, you know, there are things that by virtue of my dad being born in the 1950s and what life was like then and what he got from his parents, there are things that I had the privilege of having that he didn't have the privilege of having. There were, there, you know, there's different things about how he was raised that are, might be drastically different than how I was raised. I can't expect and hold him accountable for loving me a certain way that he may have never been exposed to himself because his parents may have never been exposed to because you reach too far back in our family tree and you're talking about slavery. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, you can't hold somebody responsible to, to give you something they don't have, something they don't understand, something they didn't learn. You know, my parents were in their 20s, early 20s, you know, having babies. And I think I, you guys were probably around 27 or so, I think, mm -hmm. when you had me. Um, and they did really well, I feel like. But there are things that me being a mom at 40, that some things I might tweak or do a little bit differently. But I can't look back on that or hold them accountable right. for that or responsible for that. And it's not my job to do so. It's my job to say, you know, the blessing is here and the blessing comes and it lets you build upon from generation to generation. If you're teaching your kids to put God first, they're going to be in a better position. They can right. turn right back around and say, well, you know, you didn't do X, Y and Z. How come? So don't be stuck on that, especially I feel like there's some, there are some adults out here. I'm not even talking to necessarily, you know, it might, maybe I'm talking to some teenagers and some 20-somethings, but there's some adults out here and you really have a root of bitterness in your heart towards your parent because mm -hmm. of something that you feel like they didn't give you or they didn't show you. I would have been in such a, a better situation. Recognize you can let that go today yeah. and you can make a decision going forward and God can still fill in the gap where there are gaps, but you have to be open to him. You got to put that bitterness down because that's against the way of love and that will stop God's grace from coming in and giving you that boost that you need to help you with those deficiencies. So let your, give your daddy a hug. Tell him you're sorry. I'm sorry I was treating you this way. I'm sorry I was looking at you this way. Or I wasn't respecting you the way that I should have. And, you know, forgive me. You don't have to tell him why. It was because, you know, you didn't do X, Y, and Z. It's start to circle. But just, I was wrong. I should not have done that. You know, forgive me. I love you. I respect you. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah, people are complicated. <laughs> Look <laughs> Andre just sitting over there. Yeah, people are people are complicated. And uh, even some of the worst decisions they made, they're still people mm -hmm. with complicated thoughts and emotions and different things. And, you know, you'd just be in a better position if you have grace. You know, maybe you maybe your parent parents are not in that position where they're super close. Like and especially if you see somebody else where their dad is their best friend or blah 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 blah. And maybe Maybe your relationship for it to stay healthy is a little bit, you know, more holiday-ish. See you next holiday or distant. whatever. <laughs> but whatever it is, it's still <laughs> approaching that <laughs> with grace and under and grace and mercy and understanding. Mm -hmm. And the Lord will show you that as well because I can help you to avoid some of the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, because how many? Oh, I'm telling y'all, those <laughs> commercials where the little I don't, I don't even know what the commercial is about. But whenever they have people that's turning into their parents. Yeah. Oh. I knew that's what you were talking about. I be crying <laughs> laughing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're at the sports. <laughs> they're the sports and they park and they're like, this is not about parking. And I'm like, how many times we have, or they're in the store, you know, praising the clerk. Like, you know, this person that worked here did a really good job helping me find a dip. I mean, and I'm laughing because like, it's so true. Yeah. You, you just find yourself 
doing the same thing <laughs> or have those moments where young people turning into their parents. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's all just, it's all just grace. And, and for whatever happened, you know, they still had the enemy trying to take yeah. them out too. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's important to remember to be thankful. And I think that's, that's a big word. The Bible talks about being thankful and that's part of what I think Father's Day is about, is being thankful to God for your father, um, being thankful for God for the lessons you've learned. Even if you've learned them, learn what not to do because of some things you've seen them do. Still be thankful, you know, and um, for those who fathers have passed on, be thankful for the time you had. And, and if they're in heaven, be thankful they're enjoying themselves right now. And for those that are still here, you know, sometimes it's good to just walk in and say thank you. You know, and just tell them, I appreciate all that you did and um, and I love you. And that means a lot because mm -hmm. typically guys aren't praised very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a problem they have in marriages. They typically aren't praised well, with children and nowadays, particularly children in general, uh, because they're developing, they can uh, be a little entitled. You know, they almost feel like, well, you should do this and et cetera. And, and you know, as a father, and I'm, I'm doing something for you that, you know, is, a, is, yeah. is extra, it's a blessing. So I think it's important for your relationship with that person as well to take some time and to praise them and tell them mm -hmm. thank you and, and appreciate the good things they've done for you, the good lessons that you've learned. And if there's any day to do that and just not focus on the negative, it's Father's Day. Yeah, I agree. Good. Yeah, it's good. It's um, Father's Day is a special day for fathers. And um, God appreciates you. If, if, any, if your kids don't, God appreciates the fact that you did your best with them. For whatever mm -hmm. stage you were in, you did your best. Uh, and um, so you just need to live with that. And if you, did, if you didn't do your best, so just apologize. Uh, ask God for forgiveness. And again, like they said, apologize to your children. And mm -hmm. um, um, make it that, make it, I make a point to, to do what's necessary at this point mm -hmm. and uh, just continue to do what God wants you to do and be the father that God wants you to be mm -hmm. and get, let go of the past. Yeah, don't get stuck in it. Yeah. Because some people mm -hmm. don't want to forgive you. Some people, they will never see you yeah. past that moment or whatever you did. And, and when you, you know, make sure you check for that release because God will give you that release. Right. You know, sometimes you... You, you work hard to try and repair mm -hmm. certain things. And there is a point, though, where yes. God still has a life for you to live. Yes. He has life for you beyond that, that trouble. And, and Satan will try and use that and use people to keep you down and keep yeah. you trapped. And Jesus died for you as well. And he loves you and he can use yeah. you as well. And he can, he can even restore you in maybe ways that you didn't expect. Mm -hmm. um, There's so many men out here mm -hmm. that have made sacrifices and have stepped into some of those father roles and helping people. I think about here at Word of Faith and the amount of men, we have a lot of men that serve and a lot of men are just open-hearted to take people yeah. under their wings. And, you know, God loves and honors all of that. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Yes. Yes. And, you know, every now and then, uh, if we get to talk to one of those guys who does that, sometimes their own personal story is a little bit more tragic, yeah. but I have that much more respect for them that they were able to move past that and allow God to use them to still mm -hmm. stretch out and give. Because sometimes right. it's the injury and the hurt from it that, if you're not careful, can make you shut down. Yeah. 
and not use what God has given you. And then when, if you're in that state, then you're living in a life of dissatisfaction. You don't know what it is. And that's just starts this perpetual circle of trying to find significance in places Mm -hmm. that are all the wrong places instead of recognizing and using, you know, what God has given you. Everybody has something, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not here by, you know, chance or by accident. Everybody has something. And for, you know, those of us like my sister and I, we're raising men. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's also very important, too, in recognizing the gift that men are. Yes. And uh, and even uh, reading some books lately about raising boys and just really even getting beyond that and learning that because I'm raising somebody's father. Right. And I want to give him the best shot to be able to continue to give, you know, mm-hmm. so that we can continue to be fruitful. Right fruitful so i'm being seedful with him Amen. he can be fruitful and for you single women who are single mothers um do not do not make your child um think that they don't have a father you teach your child that their god is their father and because he would father them he god can father a child better than the natural father can and uh, just because a natural father may not be around or and uh, or chooses not to be around, I pray that he's not um, someone that you just won't let be around um, because you're taking something away from not just him, but you're taking something away from your children. If they have a father who wants to be president in their life and you won't let them be president in their life, you're wrong because um, you're not just hurting the father, you're hurting the kids. So you need to take that to God and you need to find out what you need to do so that you will not hurt your kids uh, as, by keeping their father away from them or out of their lives. But if, if, your, if their father has passed on or, or there's something to that effect, don't teach them, your kids that they don't have a father. Teach your kids that God is their heavenly father, mm-hmm. that God will father them. And um, make sure that you're bringing them up to be a man. Amen. All right, so it's, um, anybody want to the last word? I feel like we cannot, I mean, it's Father's Day. We have to do some roasting. We did it for Mother's Day. Yes. <laughs> so I would suggest we tell one good story uh, or one good funny story. Yeah. My story would be, may Don't it jog your my memory. Story. It has oh, to be the new one. My story, not a new one. Not, not the one you just told last year. Oh, no, yeah. I don't even know what we told that. Yeah, I don't remember. Did we tell the airport story last year? That was my story. Dang. That was my story. That was your story? That was my story. I could find a different story. (laughs) You tell it, and I'll pick up a different one. Go ahead. Did we tell the airport story last year? I think we might have, but it's it's, it's such a good story. You got to tell it again. Okay. So it's worth repeating. (laughs) So, you know, my father is like the whole, like, if you're on time, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. So just, you know, very, um, can be extreme. That's mm-hmm. what makes them good, you know, but can be extreme about certain things. And um, one of them being being on time. And um, <laughs> What is he not extreme about? That's my point. That's part of his personality <laughs> and it makes him good. Like everything he does, he's super passionate and extreme about everything. But there are certain things like this story where those extremities can be a little like, <laughs> we forgive you. So um, <laughs> so we are going on family vacation. It's the time of vacation. Now I recognize now that family vacation is not 
vacation for the parents. No. It's just continued watching your kids in a different city. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you know, we're up, we're packing, we're getting ready to go. And we, I mean, did somebody get us a whooping that morning? Like, I felt like I might have gotten a whooping that morning, just not moving fast it enough. Close. It was at least close. Yeah, it was, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> And, you know, just, on. yeah, getting up, what are you doing? You know, all that kind of stuff. So, and I mean, just, just, so we all in the car by the time and just as we late and all that kind of stuff and everybody just quiet, we're all upset because it just was a stressful morning. Everybody trying to get out the house on time and we don't, we don't show up late. We're going to be on time. You know, and there's more of us need to be there on time. All good point. Until we pulled up to the airport <laughs> and the airport was closed <laughs> because we were so early that the airport was not open. And you know what? The crazy thing is, you know, we were we were raised right. So like some of these kids be clapping back at their parents and I'd be like, whoo, I'd be afraid, you know, Keith Butler going to come around the corner. and, whoo. But, you know, you just want to be in the car like you did all of that. <laughs> but, you know, just, you can't say nothing. You just got to be quiet in the back. We just looking at each other at the corner of our eyes like. Nobody said anything because I feel like maybe it was so. It was probably you. Maybe it was so. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I said something. Like, see. Yeah, you were always the one that would say something. <laughs> and you were always the one that got away with it too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I just remember just being so upset. And then it wasn't just that we showed up, and but then we just had to sit there. <laughs> and then when the airport opened, everything was moving super slow because all the people were just opening the counters and everything. And then we get to the gate, and we got to wait at the gate for a couple of hours. Like, man. The are not even here. Like, they're probably in bed right now. What is happening? <laughs> you ain't gonna miss that flight. I tell you that. You ain't gonna miss that flight. My paying them change fee for five people. That's yep. it. He wasn't you know, missing that flight. I, I feel them now. I do. Yeah, I, I mean, but it's, it's ironic. It kind of back, you know, like the on time thing. <laughs> it kind of back backfired a little bit mm -hmm. because it was a long time in my life where if I was too early, I was upset. I just wait. That was 15 minutes. I could have been in bed. <laughs> but then once I had Lucas, I'm turning into that. Mm -hmm. I'm like showing up like we just sitting in the car waiting for somebody to come get my kid out. Like, you know, and that's because I get an early morning person, though, too. Who? If Lucas slept in a little bit more than he does, I don't he know. He might not be in the same boat. All I know is I'd be doing that time thing. Like, and my husband's all laid back, like, it's all good. And I'm like, no, we have to be on time. I'm like, okay, shh, Keith, shh, my inner Keith is coming out. Come on, Bishop. <laughs> no. So I don't know when and how that happened because Ooh. in my 20s, I was the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. I, I, I felt like I needed to, sh if I had to be there at 10, I need to be there at 9.59 and 30 seconds. Otherwise, I felt like I wasted time. So that's my roast story. Yeah. <laughs> Pastor Brother, you got anything? I said I don't really remember those stories as well as you guys do. I uh Is that I, your I coping remember... mechanism? <laughs> Maybe I've, I've wondered about that. Like, is this a coping mechanism that I just okay, block just some of this stuff what you out? Can remember. I'm sure they'll they'll fill it in for. No. I mean, I, I remember getting in trouble. That's the stuff I remember. <laughs> I remember uh, you know, getting getting you So know, you're a father, you can uh, roast corrected. So you remember going uh, to your room and punishing yourself? Yeah, I remember like the one time I went off on Michelle and you were there and 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 then you got mad at me and then our dad got home and I basically died. I remember that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so stuff like that. So I can't roast it because you know it was just uh, traumatic. All right, I got mine. Mine just came up recently. You, you helped me, so mine was uh, I was. <clears throat> I was I had just turned 17 years old. I was a senior in high school and my twin cousins 
were turning 16. I helped them plan their sweet 16. And so, you know, well, the, they invited too many different groups of people. So they, we, we had a hotel party that their parents were at, but we got kicked out of the hotel because people were making too much noise and coming in and out of the hallway and all of that. So we got kicked out of the hotel. Of course, they're sad. We're trying to salvage the party. What can we do? So I call my parents, like, can we, can the girls that were supposed to spend a night at the hotel stay at our house? And we just call everybody's parents and make sure they're okay with that. Most of the, like, the girls' parents all knew who mom and dad were. So they're like, okay, fine. So I was like, well, okay, what can we do? So we decided to go bowling, not far from here, down the street to go bowling. And so I feel like I'm on the phone. I hear dad in the background. I'm like, mom, ask dad, is this okay? Blah, 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 any issues? Mom, are you good with it? We're good, okay. So we're there, we salvaged the party, everybody moved over to the bowling lane and we're bowling. And so, you know, I'm, I'm doing something and I kind of, there's some guys that were there and some other people and they're standing towards the front. And somebody, I walked over near them and somebody was like, isn't that your dad? I was like, what are you talking about? No, my dad, I just talked to my dad like yeah, 20 minutes ago. What are you talking about? He's at home. <clears throat> no, that's your dad. Doesn't your dad drive, you know, a Corvette? Just drive a silver Corvette? I was like, yes. <laughs> they're like, that's your dad back there, dog. I was like, no, it's not. So I'm up there laughing, joking with them. And then I was like, you know what? This is this joker. Wearing a hat and glasses it's trying him. to be incognito. Yeah, in this small parking lot. I walk to the park. I walk where they pointed and walk up and tap on the window. He in there like this. And he sees he like, <laughs> put his head down for a second and looks up. And what that Plum Hollow right here? Yeah, there's Plum Hollow. <laughs> we down in Southfield, the street dog. from the church <laughs> where I regularly come and go by myself. <laughs> I'm driving my car, but I'm with this group of people. But he out there trying to hide in a silver Corvette and with the lights on because it was cold. <laughs> so he had to have some heat on. So the lights are flipped up, which is how he got, how he got blasted, how somebody saw him. I'm like, Dad, what? What are you doing, man? Like, I'm strange enough. I don't need, you know, you know, everybody know Detective Dad is going to be, her dad going to be there. Like, okay, now no one's ever going to talk to me. So I was like, but we just were laughing about that recently because mm -hmm. I actually get that now. Uh, I do. I get it. Like, I have a kid that's supposed to be going on a field trip this week, and he's never going on a field trip by himself. He's going on a field trip. Somebody is going. Mommy, daddy, somebody. He's good with that. So I'm like, this week, I'm like, can I let him go by himself? I don't think so. I think I might have to take a half day and go on this field trip and just meet them out there and be out there. I, I can't, you know, I just got to make sure everything is good. He's comfortable. And right now he wants me there. He already be like, you know, are you coming? I'm like, uh, no, not this time. Are you okay with that? But I get him now, you know, I don't know if at 17 with him, but I, with my daughter, I probably would be like, you know, Joel, you going or am I going? <laughs> Sorry. Somebody going to be there. She ain't got to know we there, but somebody going to be there. The funny thing uh, is, I think these are the two stories we told last year. <laughs> these are our top stories. Are they? <laughs> I don't remember telling that. <sighs> <clears throat> but no, I mean, um, dad is great at great many things. And uh, so a, a fresh roast, just in case, is, is uh, anybody remember dad's meals? Dad's meal, what? Where he cooked the meal for us? <laughs> Oof. Do you remember Ooh. any attempted breakfasts? No, I don't. I remember mm -hmm. him trying to do my hair one time. My mom was out of town. But I don't remember it. Was, I remember him calling somebody to do my hair. Mm -hmm. Like meeting at the church. Like he tried and then he stopped. <laughs> and then at the church, they, they messing with the, <laughs> messing with the hair. Yeah. Yes. So he tried. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't remember the meals. Cereals? 
who would have been cereal? Yeah. I remember him trying to cook us breakfast. And I remember we just, he didn't appreciate it because we were laughing <laughs> at the really burnt bacon and stuff. And oh. he didn't appreciate it. And he said, forget it. <laughs> You're in grates. <laughs> I remember that. That's great. So I, I definitely appreciate just lots of funny moments <laughs> with him. Lots of funny moments. Yeah. And uh, Pastor Dre will we'll remember him when we get off the line. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, we need to just, we need to be able to, you know, we need to be thinking about this for next year so yeah. we can come up with some more. <laughs> it's when you have your own kids, your brain is full of all those stories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so true. Well, um, thank you for joining us. Thank you to my children for uh, helping us wish Bishop a happy birthday. Happy, happy Father's birthday. Day. Happy Father's Day, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 and, um, just remember that we love you and thank you and we'll see you next time. God bless you. Happy Father's Day. Happy, Happy Father's, Father's Day. Day. What every Christian parent should know. Growing children up in the 21st century can be a daunting task. For Christian parents, however, it can and should be a joy to raise children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Ephesians 6.4 God has given us an instruction manual for living, His Holy Word, which includes instructions on how to raise godly children. In this book, Pastor Deborah L. Butler shares what she believes every Christian parent should know in order to raise their children in a way that's pleasing to God and that will prepare them for a future in Christ that knows no limits. Order your copy today in ebook and paperback at eStore.keithbutler.org.